0: said that Aesop was a slave in Greece and that he gained his freedom by storytelling and education. These legends or stories or fables, if you will, have been told from generation to generation. Many storytellers have used all of these fables and told stories and tales in their own way, in their own manner, and used some of these fables. We don't know if Aesop really was a man around Greece. We don't know if Aesop himself is a fable. But we do have Aesop's fables. So listen in as I read to you several fables from Aesop. The Donkey in the Lion's Skin By a chance, a donkey came across a lion's skin lying in the bushes. I'll put it on and pretend to be King Lion himself, he declared. Draping the skin over his shoulders, the donkey hid in the underbrush. Each animal that passed by took one look at the lion's tawny fur and heavy mane and fled for his life. Then, through the trees, the donkey glimpsed the red flash of a fox's tail. Quickly, he hid himself again. That fox has called me a fool too often, the donkey thought. We'll see who's the fool now. As the fox came trotting along the path, the donkey jumped out of the bushes and let out a deafening, Hee-haw! The fox laughed. You might have frightened me with that lion's skin, he said, if you hadn't opened your mouth. The moral of the story? Fools can disguise themselves, but not their words. The tortoise and the hare. A conceited hare boasted about her speed to everyone who would listen. Not even the north wind is as fast as I am, she declared. No animal in the forest could beat me in a race. Now, a tortoise nearby grew tired of such bragging. We've all heard you talk, but we've never seen you run, she said. Why don't you race with me, and then we'll see who's the fastest. The hare burst out laughing. I could beat you standing still, she exclaimed. But she agreed that they would race to an oak tree around a bend in the road. In an instant, they were off, the hare soon out of sight, the tortoise plodding step by patient step. I've practically won already, thought the hare as she dashed around the bend in the road. I could stretch out here and take a little rest and still beat that tortoise by a mile. And she settled down by the side of the road. She planned to jump up and finish the race the minute she saw the tortoise. But the grass was so soft and the sun was so warm that before the hare realized it, she had fallen fast asleep. Meanwhile, the tortoise continued on. Slowly, she came around the bend in the road and passed the sleeping hare. She was only a few feet from the oak tree when the hare woke up from her nap. Seeing the tortoise so close to the finish, the hare leaped up and tore along the road as if the hounds were after her. But she was too late. Before she could reach the oak tree, the tortoise had already been declared winner by the crowd of cheering bystanders. The moral of the story? Slow and steady, wins the race. The grasshopper and the ants. All summer long, a merry grasshopper spent his days making music. When he saw the ants marching past him in a line, carrying seeds and grain to store in their heel, he laughed at their toil. How foolish to work so hard in the hot sun, the grasshopper cried. Summer's the time to play and sing. There's time enough to worry about winter when the first snow falls. But when the days grew short and the first snow fell, the grasshopper could find nothing to eat. Shivering in the cold, he came to ask the ants for help. Please, can't you spare me a seed or a leaf? he begged. I'm too hungry to even sing. The ants shrugged in disdain. We worked hard for our food, and we have none to spare, they said. All summer long you made nothing but music. Now all winter long you can dance. The moral of the story don't put off for tomorrow what you should do today the shepherd boy and the wolf every day a poor shepherd sent his son to take their few sheep out to pasture we can't afford to lose even one he would tell the boy so keep a close eye on them and if you see a wolf shout as loudly as you can and the whole village will come to drive the wolf away day after day the shepherd's boy sat alone in the meadows I wish a wolf would come, he said to himself one day. At least then something would happen. Then the boy had an idea. Jumping to his feet, he cried, wolf, wolf, as loudly as he could. Sure enough, the shepherd and the farmer, the milkmaid and the baker all came running. But when they reached the meadow, all they found was the shepherd's boy laughing at their trouble. There's no wolf, he shouted. We've better things to do than to run all this way for nothing, muttered the angry townsfolk to one another. That night, the shepherd's boy promised his father he would never play such a trick again. But a few days later, as he was watching the sheep, the boy became restless again. Thinking of how amusing his last trick had been, he drew in his breath and shouted, Woof! Wolf!" Again, all the villagers came running. But when they saw no wolf, They again grew angry. There was a wolf, I promise, the shepherd's boy insisted. He ran away when he heard you coming. But no one believed him, and they went home grumbling. The very next day, the shepherd's boy took the sheep to the meadow again but just as the sheep started to graze, he saw a dark shape with glowing eyes lurking in the shadows of the trees. Wolf! he shouted as loudly as he could. The animal growled and crept closer. Wolf! woof, cried the frightened boy, but no one came, and the wolf leaped on one of the sheep, dragging it away into the forest. The moral of the story? No one believes a liar. The donkey and the lap dog. A farmer had a little dog that he kept constantly by his side. The farmer also had a donkey who lived in a warm stable and got plenty of fresh grain and sweet hay. But the donkey was not satisfied with his lot. I slave all day hauling wood or pulling the cart to market, the donkey grumbled, and then I'm shut in the stable while that dog sleeps on the master's lap and eats from his plate. Perhaps, he thought, if he behaved like the dog, his master would reward him with the same life of ease. That very night, the donkey crept out of the stable and into the house where the farmer sat at supper. First, I'll frisk about and chase my tail just as the dog does, thought the donkey, and he danced about the room, flinging up his hooves until the table toppled over and the dishes went flying. "'Now I'll sit on his lap,' said the donkey to himself, and he put his heavy hooves on the master's chair. "'Help! Save me from this mad beast!' bellowed the terrified farmer. His servants came running and, with shouts and blows, drove the donkey back to the stable. "'Eehaw! I suppose I'm a fine donkey,' the donkey lamented. "'But I'll never be a lap dog.'" The moral of the story... What's right for one may be wrong for another.